Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Today, let's catch up on some topics we've mentioned on past episodes and see what new developments may have taken place since we last discussed them. Let's start with Facebook, which, by the way, owns Instagram, WhatsApp, and several other well-known web services. Several times recently, we've suggested that users of Facebook-owned services may have wanted to change their passwords. Despite sounding a bit repetitious, we're suggesting that again, and with good reason. We mentioned recently that Facebook had quote-unquote accidentally stored the passwords of thousands of Instagram users in plain text. In other words, in a way that anyone who managed to get their hands on those passwords could immediately read them and put them to some heinous use or other. Hence the description, plain text. No encryption, no hashing or salting, no security. That was pretty bad. A rookie mistake by the biggest social network site in the world with thousands of security experts working for the company. That rookie mistake was bad enough, but there's been an update. Yep, it wasn't thousands of Instagram users whose accounts were affected, it was millions, as in a thousand times a thousand. Meanwhile, it's also come to light that Facebook has been scooping up users' contact lists from their email programs without even asking the user if that would be okay. This, too, is being chalked up to a quote-unquote accident by Facebook. Except that it isn't. It turns out that Facebook often asks users to enter their email passwords as a way to verify their identities. Pretty near every security expert in the world, by the way, would say that is a horrible security practice, but that's not the point of this story. Prior to 2016, when a Facebook user saw this identity verification option, it included a notice that Facebook would upload the user's contacts so that at least the user could decide not to choose that identity verification option, or if they did, they would at least know that their contact list was being vacuumed up by Facebook. But then Facebook altered that process a bit, and somehow the notice that Facebook was harvesting a user's email contacts simply disappeared. Note that the function didn't disappear. Facebook still vacuumed up the user's contacts, but just didn't mention that this was happening. When a security researcher noticed this, Facebook said, whoops, our bad, except Facebook should have said that 1.5 million times, since that's how many users were actually in that situation. Facebook says once again it was a quote-unquote accident, and that they would remove all those purloined contacts lickety-split. Facebook is facing quite a bit of agita from government sources for quote-unquote accidents, as well as for making user data available to outfits like Cambridge Analytica, the election-influencing folks. Now, a leaked set of documents, supposedly 4,000 or more, suggest that Facebook management, right up to Mark Zuckerberg, were discussing making user information available to outside app developers for years before the Cambridge Analytica fiasco. Facebook, in other words, is not having a very good day, or week, or month. The question is, what kinds of days or weeks or months are Facebook users having 
who may not know anything about any of this stuff. Odds are pretty good that many Facebook users are not having a good day, whether they realize it or not. Meanwhile, we've mentioned on a number of occasions that there are some pretty big problems with artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms that are making decisions that can affect people's daily lives. It seems like some Congress folks have noticed the same thing. And a few of them, all Democrats at the moment, have introduced the Algorithmic Accountability Act of 2019. Senator Ron Wyden, one of the bill's sponsors, pointed out that, quote, computers are increasingly involved in the most important decisions affecting Americans' lives. Whether or not someone can buy a house, get a job, or even go to jail. End quote. We've noted before that some of those algorithms seem to reflect societal biases, which is no big surprise since they're developed and trained by humans, who often have, let's be charitable here and say, unconscious biases of their own. In the words of Representative Yvette Clark, another of the bill's sponsors, quote, Our bill recognizes that algorithms have authors, and without diligent oversight, they can reflect the biases of those behind the keyboard. By requiring large companies to not turn a blind eye towards unintended impacts of their automated systems, the Algorithmic Accountability Act ensures 21st century technologies are tools of empowerment rather than marginalization, while also bolstering the security and privacy of all consumers. End quote. Wouldn't that be wonderful? We'll have to wait and see what a majority of Congress people think about this, especially under the intense lobbying pressure they will undoubtedly feel from those same large companies to water the proposed act down significantly. And of course, if this bill ever did pass through Congress, as we know all too well, there's no telling what might happen to it in the current White House. Finally today, regular listeners may recall that Amazon has been piloting cashless convenience stores where folks go in, scan an Amazon payment app on their phone, pick up whatever snacks or supplies they want, and just walk out. No cashier or register line involved. The amount due for their purchase is subtracted from the user's online account. Pretty cool and convenient. Unless, of course, you happen to be someone who doesn't have an online money account to subtract money from. And there are millions and millions of such people in this country, people who don't even have regular bank accounts, let alone Amazon-accessible ones. And of course, anyone who cares a whit about privacy probably turns a very sickly puce color thinking that every snack or personal care product that they buy in such a store is not personal any longer. But now, those cashless stores are running into some difficulties. Philadelphia and the state of New Jersey recently passed laws making cashless stores illegal, and the state of New York has had a similar law in place for decades. CNBC reports that in the face of these laws and others proposed in other places, including that high-tech mecca, San Francisco, Amazon may try to figure out how to actually accept cash in their cashless stores. If they do, and if any of the other topics we discuss here evolve or change, we'll do our best to let everyone know. 
right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm -hmm.